every dream, every passion, every support, like it's all within you and you can do this if you want to. So welcome to another Be All In episode. Today we have actress, model, writer, and voice talent, Jordan Soto. Um, so Jordan, you know, we just like to get into things by you know, starting to say like where you are today, uh, being a model, being an actress, doing the voice talent, is that something that you've always envisioned doing or was there like a particular event that led to where you are right now? I think that our passions are shown to us when we're children and it's up to us and our parents to nurture those passions to pursue what we get into later on in life. Like for me, I always wanted to be in front of the camera or always wanted to be the center of attention, somebody who would make people laugh and give them joy, um, especially my family. We moved around every two years because my dad's in the Air Force. And so, you know, to have family be so close and especially in those tough moments of you know, moving around and not knowing anybody like it was we were just so close with each other. And so we were each other's biggest supporters. And I kind of credit my sisters to where I'm at now because I would have one sister who would kind of like play along with me. And then my other sister would be the cameraman and then my brother would be the audience. And so it was just kind of like like they allowed me to be me. And I think that there's something so special about that when you have that either with your friend core group, with your bosses, with your family, like you have to have that support system that will raise those passions in you. Um, because there will be a lot of people along the way, including yourself, who will doubt you and put those worries or insecurities in you that you may have never seen or acknowledged before. And so to have that core group of support around you really helps you get to where you are. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without my family for sure. And, and the good teachers along the way. And of course the haters, we can't forget those. <laughs> nope. I think, I think Kyle and I, <laughs> la launching the brand, we've definitely seen a few of those recently. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's in any industry, right? So so if you if you started like wanting to be behind the camera, was voice acting just something that came with, um, you know, with trying to get on camera? I know, like, did it happen before you did broadcasting? You studied broadcasting in college. Um, so that transition in, in the voice acting, like, you know, was there any particular event that led to that or just a, a kind of like a shift from being on camera? So I like I said, always wanted to be on camera. My sisters would always videotape me. God bless my parents. Um, but I, it's actually a lot harder than I thought to get into TV. I wanted to be a news anchor and I wanted so desperately to have that dream. And uh, I, I couldn't get it. Oh my gosh, I graduated from college and everybody thinks that there's gonna be this miraculous moment after you graduate college where everything comes together and everything makes sense. And it's the total opposite of that. You're thrown into the real world 
with no plan, no money, no idea of reality. And you see all of these social media stars who are skyrocketed to success and you think, oh my gosh, what an overnight sensation. It's never an overnight sensation. It's always 10 years in the making, but I didn't see the struggle. I only saw the success. And so I wanted to go straight from college grad to Maine on on camera anchor, news anchor. That's just not reality. It just doesn't happen that way. So I was like, okay, I'm not really making any progress trying to get on TV here. So I actually ended up going uh, to a local radio station in the town that I was in um, after I graduated college. After I tried with iHeart and I didn't get a response, uh, they were like, yeah, good luck with that one. (laughs) So I was like, hey, we'll try local, we'll try local, I understand. Like, um, and, uh, and so I started off and I had been working at a law firm, felt my soul dying. And I was like, okay, we'll try the local radio thing. And started as a receptionist and this was seven seven years ago almost, started as a receptionist, part-time, 25 hours a week, making eight sixty an hour. Like, it was peanuts, guys. I was making nothing. And, like, so below what I thought I should be at because I was like, oh, my gosh, I have a four-year degree. I'm so ready for everything. No, I was not. And then I uh, worked my way up slowly but surely to the um, – um, overnight uh, evening shift and then um, and then the midday girl left and I got into the midday position and I was like okay how can I stand out from all these other people right because that's the thing there's so much noise and I read this really awesome book and it's called platform and it's how to stand out in a noisy world what can you do to differentiate yourself from all of the other people right well I found that if I could craft this professional image that that would help me stand out because I saw so many other radio people just it was always selfie after selfie or whatever. And it was never like a professional shot. It was never somebody incorporating with a brand unless they were endorsing it on air. And it was just like, okay, how can I do that? So I hit up some local photographers and God bless them. Dustin Williams is one of them. He's been my A1 since day one. And he was the first photographer I ever worked with. And I mean, even the guy I was dating at the time was like, what are you doing? Like, what are these photo shoots for, right? And you would think that your significant other was going to raise you up. But like when they don't see the vision, they are not on the same wavelength and they just don't get it. And that's how I got into modeling. I mean, I didn't get into modeling because I loved it. I got into it because I wanted to succeed in radio and it was just a byproduct of that. And then I got a clothing brand deal with them uh, with uh, this company, they're not around anymore, but they were for outdoors. And uh, I started working with them. I started just creating these videos on Facebook that were just funny story times because I was doing it on the radio anyway. And that just got so much traction. And I was like, wow, I kind of really like this like acting thing. And then, um, and then through that, I found just randomly on Instagram, I was going through this hashtag of voice acting. And I got my first acting gig 
for voice acting just randomly because I was like, well, this will help me stand out. And I got paid for that. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Like, how cool. And then meanwhile, like I was working like five jobs at the radio station. I was, you know, receptionist, brand ambassador, accounts payable, balancing the books. I was working the over evening shift. I was working the midday shift. I was doing traffic. Like I was doing like all of the things. And, uh, but I, but I, but I wanted it. I wanted to succeed so badly that it didn't matter how hard I worked because I had my goal. I had my vision that I wanted to be I want, I wanted to be what I saw myself being and I wanted it so badly that it didn't matter how many hours I worked. It didn't matter all the naysayers, including my boyfriend at the time, like it didn't matter. And, um, and, but at the same time, like burnout is real and you have to be realistic about where your boundaries are because without boundaries, there's just a lot of chaos. And I would be silly to say that I loved every second of it because I definitely did not. (laughs) Um, but, But motivation rooted in passion will never cease. But motivation alone will never continue because it's not rooted in anything. Passion is what you'll always go back to because that's your why, that's who you are, that's where you come from. So you always have to revert back to that place and that's where I got my strength even through the burnout, even through the boundaries being crossed, even through you know, all, all of every bad thing that happened, happened for a reason and it made me who I am today, but that's a long way of going about. That's how I got into voice acting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, awesome. you definitely have a lot of discipline, too, because to your point is there's not one entrepreneur that enjoys the journey entirely. And on social media, what people love to show is the success, right? They don't show the failure. And if they do show the failure, it's still probably not as realistic it's as nice. it should be. Right. They show what they want you to see, right? Everybody's doing great. That's not how the world works. Um, but you've you've gathered a really good social following, at least that I've seen on Instagram. But to your point, is like that didn't take you like that took you a while. It wasn't overnight. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. Seven years. Seven years. Um, I mean, that's it's impressive either way. You know, it definitely coming back to that discipline. Kyle and I talk about what's your why all the time, right? Because for you to want to keep going and for you to obviously get through just the BS and those days that you don't even want to get out of bed, that why definitely drives you. Um, yeah, Kyle and I do a good job of preaching that as well. But you, you took the opportunities, right? You found opportunities, especially on Instagram um, with the voice acting, and you turned it into something that a lot of people probably would have gave up on really quickly. So uh, you know, it's a get rich quick scheme, right? And that can apply to anything, a career, a relationship, but everything is built one sentence at a time, one brick at a time. And it takes a lot of time to, uh, well, and you have to make the time, right? Like, it's not just something that's like, oh, you know, I can do this, this, and this. And, and, and at the same time, there's no shortage of opportunities. And all you ever have to really do is ask. I mean, I I 
have gotten to where I am now because I just simply asked like, hey, can I be involved in that? Hey, I'd love to be a part of that. And it's so crazy to me when people are like, oh my gosh, I would never have the courage to, or I could never do, or whatever, you fill in the blank. But in my mind, I'm like, if you are saying that, that's your reality. And if you've already decided in your mind that you can't, or you're not strong enough or whatever, then how are you expecting yourself to go to that place or to accomplish that thing? You've decided it's no good for you anyway. So you, your subconscious mind works in that way. You know, if you, if you believe in yourself enough to say that affirmation of I can, and I will, you will, and you will be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That having that mental mindset, right? Because um, a lot of it is mental. Right. But having that positive yeah. mindset, it's fantastic. So you're now a co-host on New Country Mornings, right? No, actually, that was my last job. Um, and it was absolutely amazing uh, to be there. I, I got that morning show position two years, two and a half years into starting. Like I was a receptionist and then two and a half years later, I was a morning show host. And um, and I've. I just randomly happened upon the ad and then I applied and it was for a position two below where I was, but I was just so ready for the next step that I didn't care. I was like, I don't care. I just want the next thing. And, uh, and so I got on the phone with the program director and he was like, actually, this is for the morning show position. We're just not letting anybody know yet. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> so then, um, so then I moved, I moved to Fort Collins, uh, Colorado and I started doing the radio show and I did that for, uh, about two, two and a half years there too. Um, and, uh, sometimes things just don't work out and that's okay. And then I, got more into the acting and the modeling stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that that road for me kind of came to a head. So what now? Right? I'm always thinking, what's next? What 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 do I do now? Like trying to just be make movements. Like Matthew McConaughey says that. He's like, you know, it doesn't matter if you are making waves, you just need to make ripples and they'll become waves. Like just start doing something. Something to make you move towards what you're doing, what you want to accomplish, your why. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to start doing the acting and modeling thing. I was doing so many photo shoots a week. I was doing so many like I uh, did a short, I did a short film, I did commercials, I did a music video, so many things. And there's so, and th that's one thing, like, if I can digress for just a moment, that's one thing to me that doesn't really make any sense when people are so frustrated with their like financial stability or their financial place, or like, there's no opportunity to make any more money. Like I just, I'm, there's never a shortage of money because there's never a shortage of opportunity. All you have to do is ask, all you have to do is look and you will find what you're looking for. You will be successful. You can do it. You can do it. It's just, do you want to do it? 
And so that's where I was at. And I was like, I, I want this. I want to be on, I want to be on TV. That dream that I had when I was young, I just, it was still in me. And then I was going through Craigslist to try and find gigs for acting and modeling stuff. And I stumbled upon this one. I was like, hmm, professional looking female needed for newscaster. Okay. <laughs> Sounds easy. I can do that. I mean, on Craigslist, like, come on. <laughs> that was for the Space Channel. And that was in February. And fast forward to now, they've offered me a contract for their senior producer and main on-air talent position. Wow. And that is my job. That is what I do now. I talk about all things space. Um, I am, like I said, the main on-air talent for that. So I am like elated because it, it made me so emotional when they offered me the contract because I went back to that that mindset when I was a little girl and I was just so excited to be pretending to be that with my sisters and they were you know my sister had the camera my other sisters right next to me and like doing fake interviews and all this stuff like now that's my reality but I never lost that dream and I think a lot of times uh we're told our, our, us dreamers are told to be realistic. And I think that the message of being realistic has kind of been lost along the way because it's not be realistic about your dream because your dream's too big, but be realistic about how you're going to accomplish that dream. What are you gonna do to make that goal happen? What's your plan? Be realistic about that portion of it and then you can accomplish the big thing. Oh, 100%, 100%. And it also, you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? Because it could be coming from somebody that didn't chase their dreams, so they have regrets, um, which Kyle and I, the we've heard stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. No, like, seriously, though, it's it's the people that they wanted to do it. They yeah. just never took the jump. They didn't take the, the leap because they love that sense of security, which you can't fault people for wanting that sense of security. Um, but, you know, then if they try to give you advice on something that they never did, then it's like you got to take it with a grain but of salt. You didn't but ask for. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Every, everybody has an input. Yeah. Um, they do, know. they do. But, and I found that as well, like some people crave comfort more than growth because growth is uncomfortable. Like every time I've hit a milestone in my career life, I hit an all-time low in my, my relationship life and my personal life. Like it's, it, it, it's like, because you are, when you grow to an, another level, when you hit that other level, you're losing a part of yourself that you've outgrown, you know? And so it's like a rubber band. You're being pulled backward, right? And backward, backward, backward until you're just so uncomfortable, you snap. And then you're slung shot, if that's a word, into <laughs> this new self. And that's where the beauty is because you can transform so many times in your life if you let yourself, but you have to get out of the comfort zone. You can't crave comfort more than you crave growth. 
if you want to accomplish that dream that you had for yourself as a child. Yeah. And, you know, to your point uh, before, if we back, backtrack a little bit, when you talked about there's opportunity out there for everybody, but I think that it also comes with people wanting that quick buck, like we had mentioned, is they want the opportunity if it is quick. Patience and consistency, just it's it's two traits that I feel like are, you know, everybody should have, but it's it's harder than some people realize to have. Um, you know, and that goes with social media, right? So like you've been posting for seven plus years, modeling your, your voice acting, your videos, your films, you've built, you know, this community around your personal brand, but it took patience. It took consistency. Um, and it took just the discipline and the grit from, you know, starting where you were to getting this space job where you, you know, where you are now. Um, do you talk a lot about Elon Musk? on the space oh, channel. <laughs> I have to I have to ask. Yeah, um, we talk about everyone, but yes, we do talk about Elon. Um, we're actually located in Brownsville, Texas, which is where I live now. And so SpaceX is right here in Boca Chica, which is like 30 minutes away. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is uh, I hope to meet him one day. That would be cool to interview him, you know, and uh, talk with him. But we'll see. You know, yeah. the power of manifestation is real. You just got to write it down and your subconscious mind will go to work. So we'll, yeah. we'll write it down. <laughs> so did you know too much about space prior to getting that job with the space news station? Or was it kind of, you know, this is just an awesome opportunity. Even if I don't know a lot about it, I'm still going to try. I, I knew... So when I got into country music, I didn't know anything really. I mean, I knew about some artists and I liked the music, but like I didn't know. That's the loudest person in the whole <laughs> world. Um, I didn't know really much about like the background, the drama, the no, no topics. I was so fresh and, uh, but that just comes with time. The more, the more that you're involved some with something, the more that you learn about it, if you want to, I mean, you could be in the same place for 10 years and not know the history of where you were at, you know, or you could be there for five months and know everything. It just depends on the willingness to learn, which I have. And, uh, I'll tell you, space is a, space is a cool place i'll tell you that much but there's a lot that i'm like I'm sure. it's like it's like uh i was like in a little man cave tunnel thing and then i came out of it and all of a sudden there's like all these bright lights in this huge city and like whoa when did this get here like <laughs> that's what it feels like so have you interviewed a lot of uh people like a lot of significant people what about like Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, I haven't. Not yet. Um, we have basically done news stories on everyone yet, but I personally haven't interviewed anyone because um, I've only been with them since February. I mean, it is June now, but I I was a freelance for a while and then uh, I just got the contract. I mean, I just got the contract like May 25th. And I moved to Brownsville Memorial Day weekend. And oh, then, wow. but, but the crazy thing is like when something's meant for you, 
it's crazy how everything just falls into place, right? Like how many times have you tried to do something and it's like using floss to cut through metal? Like it's like just not happening for you. But there's this Japanese saying called uh, Judah, I believe, and it's going with the grain, making change, but going with the grain. So that's what I did. I was like, okay, I'm going to make changes, big changes in my life, but I'm going to go with the direction that it seems to be going. Right. So I accepted the contract. I started looking for places, found a place. They were like, Hey, we'd like to start rent June 1st. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's like four days away. <laughs> so, uh, so I ended up like signing the contract, packing everything up and just going. And since I've been here, it's crazy. It's like, I mean, everything has just worked out so wonderfully. It's like, okay, so this was obviously meant to happen. Like this was obviously my path, but why do we fight our path so much? It's like, I, you know, I didn't this time, but before I tried to. And then also the other thing I've learned is like, trying to take people that are not meant for the new place with you. That is probably the most difficult thing when it comes to growth is that some of those people just aren't going to be in the next chapter and you got to let them go. But it's the hardest thing to do because I love I love those who I'm close with. Right. Like I don't want to lose that. But sometimes when you get to a new place, it's got to be new people too. And that's just tough. And that goes back to that relationship thing. I mean, oh, Jordan's about to break up with somebody or that's just not working out anymore. Okay, here we go. Here's a new career high. Like, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> hey, it could, work, could be know? worse. You, you could have two lows at once. You know, that's, oh, that is true. That is true. I didn't yeah. think about that. I didn't think about but, that. I mean, but, you know, you're moving to new places, you're continuing, you're continuing to build your network and your connections. I mean, that's, you know, great. Kyle and I preach about building networks, yes. right? It, it leads you to those new opportunities. And then you get these new opportunities, um, like what you're in right now. And, and because you've been like fighting for this chance your whole life, now that you're here and things are running smoothly, you're like kind of on edge waiting for something to go wrong. Yes. <laughs> Well, Kyle and I, we did, we had the same thing. So it took us like 15 months from start to launch date. So like just really getting into it, starting the company until we launched and we had, it was so much pushback for those 15 months. And then we finally, you know, get to like the day of and the day before everything was running smooth. Like the website didn't break, like all the orders and the shipments were coming in and they were going out seamlessly, but we were just on edge because we knew that just based off the past, something was going to break. Yeah. Something was going to break. Uh, luckily, we made it through. Uh, you know, we did uh, pretty well. So and we're going to continue to build and, and to get we want to to where we want to be. Um, but, you know, building this connection and building this network, like it does open up more doors. It opens up opportunities. But you do have to make sacrifices such as your past connections um, in order to move forward and to like your point is to just grow personally. You know, right. at, at the end of the day, um, you know, People are great, right? They're a supportive network and you build that community, but there is that independent side of you that needs to take charge because it is your life, right? So you got to put yourself, you know, at, at the head of the game in some situations like the one that you're currently going through. 
Absolutely. And I think social media is so good for that networking tool. I'm a huge advocate for net, like social media, but if you're going to be a business person and be involved with social media, you've got to, got to, got to shift your mindset from consumer to business person because your subconscious mind is so strong and those messages that you're sending yourself are really, really powerful. And those messages could be through conversations you're having with people, music that you're listening to, social media that you're consuming. Like once I stopped using Facebook to keep up with the Joneses and I started using Facebook to connect with business people, my mindset started changing because I was consuming what these people who are successful in their businesses were putting out there. And so I started thinking like them. And then when I was going through Instagram, I'm like, okay, who can I network with? Who do I want? Who, who inspires me to be a better version of myself as a businesswoman? And what can I get out of these messages that all these people are sending and it's so crazy because there's such a victim culture right now that oh this didn't work because or oh i couldn't be this because like if you are continuously consuming that message from some other person, then you are going to start thinking that way. I mean, it's like, it's not just who you're surrounded by anymore. It's who you're consuming, you know, because what and who you're consuming will really either make or break you because that's your, that's your, your subconscious mindset, which is not always uh, controlled by your conscious mind. So it's very important. I think to to really look at that like uh, I could go on for hours about that one. We we preach. <laughs> well, to your point is we preach like-minded individuals, right? Yes. Like that's you have to surround yourself with people that are doing something similar and have that same mindset. Otherwise, it's just not going to work out, right? Because a lot of people nowadays they're very quick to come up with an excuse then they are a solution to what the problem is at hand, right? So it, that's, I mean, Kyle and I, we talk about this all the time, especially with the people that we've networked with. Like if you're first, if something goes wrong and you're the first thing in your mind that goes off is some excuse or, you know, what can I, what can I BS about now? Then you're just not the person for us. You know, like we, we try to, you got, you got to take it at the source and just find, find an answer and, and, you know, press forward. And that's the thing, like there will be times where there are reasons that things don't work out, but never confuse a reason with an excuse because those are two different things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, we've, I mean, we failed a long way. I'm sure that you failed along the way. People that are in this line of work, they don't just, not everything's butterflies and rainbows. Um, are there any particular failures that, you know, you learned a significant amount from or that stuck with you that you would, you know, advise others to kind of watch if they could? Boundaries. Boundaries are so important. Boundaries with yourself, boundaries with your bosses, boundaries with your time. Think of yourself as like we're, you know, we are temples. Our bodies are temples. Yes. Um, but our mind is like a garden, right? And so you want to protect your yard and your boundaries are your fence and a good fence has a gate. 
right? It lets the good things in and the bad things out. But it, you have to have the fence regardless because you want to protect your yard. If you are overspending your time on useless things or negative things, then your yard's going to get ruined. It's like giving it too much sun or not enough water. Um, at the same time, like with bosses, I didn't have any boundaries. I was a people pleaser. Well, that just led to me feeling used and underappreciated because I didn't vocalize my needs. And I think a lot of people get confused because they're like, oh, well, I'm, I don't want to be mean or I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like boundaries are a way of showing someone how, how to love, how they can love you. Right? Like a good, healthy relationship with anybody includes boundaries. And so I just didn't have any of those. So I was always saying yes, even if I wanted to say no. Um, I uh, took a lot of that I shouldn't have because I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Like those are the things that aren't always taught to you, you know, and there's a difference between paying your dues and uh, and and being used. Like paying your dues would include being in the industry a certain amount of time to build up a network enough to have the opportunity to get to the next step. But paying your dues is not working 160 hours and then only getting paid for 80 of them. Right. You got to know your value. That's happened to me. <laughs> so that company was then investigated. Um, but that's <laughs> but that's the thing. Like you have to know your boundaries and you have to know when to say no and how to say no. And after you say no and you say the consequence of if they don't respect your no, you have to stand up for yourself. Like it like if you decide to continue to overwork me, that's your decision. But I will no longer work here if you continue to do that. And you have to mean it. You can't just because this is a promise to yourself. Your boundaries are a promise to yourself and a promise to other people. And if you're not enforcing those things, then you will just be in total chaos. You'll feel overwhelmed, overworked, underloved and underappreciated. And it's no good for anybody because think like do you walk past a shriveled up plant on the shelf and be like wow that looks like freaking nice i want that for me no nobody does that like <laughs> you want a nice watered plant with lots of sunlight and like cared for and trimmed and like you want that plant be that plant figure out how to make that plant you <laughs> like you know yeah no 100 percent. i hope that analogy worked <laughs> oh no no i think it definitely yeah. works I think that, that applies to a lot of people, right? I think that they don't know their self-worth. Um, they think that they're as worthy as like the employer makes them feel, which at the end of the day is a lot less than what they're actually worth, right? Exactly. So those boundaries, those boundaries are huge for a lot of people to have. Um, but to your point is like, it's easier, easier said than done, right? Because they might not enforce those when they should, uh, but they're comfortable in their job. They may think that they don't know where to go. There's no road ahead because they've been doing this for, you know, X number of years. Um, so they just need that that boost and that push in that community. Because, like, there are people out there, clearly, like me, Kyle, and, and you, 
Jordan sitting here talking about this. We're three people that are in that community, right? So it's like they're we're they're not alone. You know, there's a lot of us out here, and, and Kyle and I are building that brand around you know entrepreneurs that be themselves, right? So our like our whole thing is for you to be you, uh, be different, stand out, like get off the beaten path, right? Break the status quo, jump out of your comfort zone, and get after it. You know, yep. there, it's, it's, it is easier said than done, but yeah, you need, you need people though. You need people to, to want to back yeah. you because it's, it's a road less traveled for a reason. Right. Well, so it's yeah, it's, it's not easy to be your biggest advocate. It's not easy to always be there for yourself. Like, because at the end of the day, you only have you and everything you need is already inside of yourself. Like every dream, every passion, every support, like it's all within you and you can do this if you want to. But there has to be that willingness. There has to be that that surrender to that greater self that you wish to to become like it's not and and losing that old part of you losing that old self is hard it's hard because you were like oh my gosh I was so comfortable and I had this and I had that but I don't want to be comfortable and content I want to have growth and I want to be happy like truly happy and truly satisfied so that that goes back to that why like yeah, and going off that too, Jordan, you don't really understand what your boundaries are until you test your limits. So that's why, you know, Cam and I are big advocates of people testing their limits and challenging their limits, rather. Um, it's really important to challenge your limits so that you can understand what your boundaries are as a person. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, testing your limits is absolutely how you get your boundaries. And other people testing your limits, that's how you find yeah. your boundaries yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, You'll find those. I don't like that. What's that wrong. song? Hey. Uh -uh. <laughs> so through, because you do a lot of work online, right? With voice acting and just being that on-air personality. Um, do you do like any virtual like conferences, any networking events that you can help inspire like other people to, you know, take this road less traveled? Like you educate them on your journey um, and you kind of push them to jump outside their comfort zone? Oh, um, okay, this is going to make me sound like a little grandma. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. Confidence, Jordan. Facebook <laughs> groups. I'm telling you, Facebook groups are your biggest, best free advertising tool, best networking tool. Facebook is like the mega dome for networking like i said i changed my mindset from consumer to business person when it came to facebook and i just started and i said all you have to do is ask right it's mm -hmm. literally that simple i just started friend requesting people anyone that had anything to do with radio anybody who had anything to do with tv music videos anything i just started friending them they didn't know who I was, but it doesn't matter because I just wanted it so badly. I was like, I'll just start connecting it with these people. And then the more that I connected with people, because I was constantly sharing my content, 
they could see that I was a real person. They could see what I was doing. And I started friend requesting and I started getting more of these people who were in the industry who were my friends. And then I added their friends and then I added their friends and all of these people just started accepting my friend request. And I was like, why? What? Like these people don't know me. I mean, I would send friend requests and like have and like have no plan. I had no plan. I just started friend requesting them. And then if somebody really piqued my interest or I saw something that I could be a part of, I literally just said, uh, and I meant it, but I would say, love your content. I would love to have the opportunity to work with you someday. And that's it. Yeah. That is the most simple thing you can do. But I mean, you can do that with Instagram. You can do that with Facebook. You can do that with Twitter. Whatever your platform is that you like using the most because changing habits and instilling habits is so hard, right? So figure out what your habits are and where they're at and then just start over optimizing them. I mean, like to the ninth degree, like go and add those people in your industry on Facebook, share your content with them, start adding yourself to Facebook groups that are involved in your industry, whether that's motocross, acting, modeling, being a local celebrity. Like it doesn't matter what you want to be just fine. There's a group for it. There's a group yep. for it on Facebook and they will push your content. I mean, when I was starting in radio and I really wanted to stand out, like I said, I didn't just do the, the professional photos. I started doing those story time things and I would just post it to Facebook and share it to all these groups. But it you have to know what your brand is, right? So the three to five things that define what your brand is, find those groups on Facebook. Facebook, add yourself to them, share your content to those groups. Not only will the people who are able to, to associate with you engage with your product, but they also might have an opportunity for you as well. You know, like if you want to be involved heavily in your community as a county commissioner or something like that, figure out what the people are talking about. Join their groups on Facebook. There's so many neighborhood watch groups. It's insane. If you're going to be uh, a stand-up comedian, join comedy groups on Facebook, share your stand-ups to the Facebook groups. You're going to build a following. I was reaching 200,000 people a week doing that. That'd it be was nice. so simple. <laughs> it's like yeah. the best advertising tool that no one talks about and it's completely free. It's yeah. so easy. I mean, and then recycling your content too, right? So if you make a video on what you, Snapchat used to be way bigger than it is now. Think, you know, TikTok kind of took that over. But if you create a TikTok, take the TikTok video, post it to your Instagram, which automatically shares it to your Facebook. You're reaching three different audiences with one video. You have to work smarter, not harder. Don't burn yourself out. Figure out how you can utilize what you've already created to the best that you can you know like and there's so many free ways to become what you want to be and uh there's just no shortage of learning there's just no shortage of opportunity it's just whether or not you will make the time to find it yeah no i think we completely agree and we're we're living proof of that right because i reached out to you on instagram and I was looking for just entrepreneurs like in the Denver area at the time. 
we connected on Instagram and I just said, hey, you know, we'd love to share your experiences, your failures, your successes with our audience. And here we are. Right. So like people might be sitting there and they're like, it's not that easy. It can literally be it that easy. Be that easy. I was a nobody and nothing little graduate from a four year <laughs> college and didn't take it seriously. Sorry, mom and dad. And like, I mean, it's all it's all about if you are brave enough to fail, because if you're brave enough to fail, you're strong enough to succeed. True. 100%. Um, did you have any questions for us? What are you guys going to do next? In terms of launches, we got us our second launch, <laughs> our second launch that we're planning. Uh, That's so, fun. That's yes. so fun. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a great time. I mean, we sat down and we just decided to start this company like the week we both started working from home with COVID last year and we didn't even look back. Yeah. It's. It's been a ride ever since then, and I think we're both happy that we, you know, decided to go all in on it. Yes. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it's super awesome to, like, connect with you guys and talk with you guys. I think we're all kind of on the same page when it comes to thought process. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, did you I, you I, did, I did have one question. Yeah. Who... who Besides me, obviously. Who has been your favorite interviewee so far? Uh, well, are you to say, are you allowed to play favorites? That's a really difficult question, only because every single guest that we have on comes from some type of different backstory. They've been through some type of um, experience or failure that leads them to the success point that they're at now. And I think that with each guest bringing their own story, it's really difficult to try to compare them and say one was better than the other or anything like that. I think that they've all been extremely inspiring stories. That's the thing is, I don't think we have favorites, right? Because like everybody brought their own experience. <laughs> so like if you if you narrowed it down yeah. to like subcategories, then yeah, we'd have like one, maybe two people that fall under those subcategories. But over like our umbrella to Kyle's point is we've had people in like multiple industries that have, you know, multiple years of experience, failures, successes. They've took left turns when they should have went right. Like there's just so many different, um, you know, our, our niche has just grown, right? Like, cause the entrepreneurial world, there's, you know, there's so many things that um, fall under that category. Right. Oh, so yeah. that's why we, you know, we love, um, that our target audience is different entrepreneurs, right? But to to the one saying that you always hear, like when you try to market to everybody, you market to nobody. But you know, with that being said, we just love the people that go after the goals that don't just sit there and complain and you know bitch and moan about the five days a week when they live for just Saturday and Sunday on the weekends. Um, we love the people that go out and make it happen, even if you're still stuck in that nine to five job during the day just to pay for what you're trying to do at night. Like that's fine. So many people have side hustles at night, right? And a lot of the people that we've interviewed have side hustles that they work on at night or any minute that they can throughout the day that they're not doing their actual job. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no favorite we've learned from each and every one of them. And we're gonna continue to learn from the guests that we have on in the future. And it's just been a great, a great journey to be able to share their experience and their story. What I can say is my favorite is this is my favorite segment of our podcast because we have, you know, this is our BLN segment, our Belief Challenge Inspire segment. 
Um, we have people just like yourself who come on and they say, you know, all the struggles that they face, any dead ends that they might have hit, and how they overcame those obstacles to continue to challenge their limits and inspire others. Um, and it all starts whenever they believe in themselves. So um, to me, it's just extremely inspiring. Like we get to have all these awesome people on the podcast and it's just extremely, extremely inspiring to hear their their stories from start to finish and how they got to where they are now. And it's just, um, I, I really, really enjoy it. It's awesome to hear stories just like yours too. I mean, incredible, incredible stories. I would say in, instead of thinking that you've come to a dead end, you've really come to just a fork at the road, because if it really was a dead end, then it would be the end, right? So yeah, you got this. I believe in you guys. You guys are doing great. I mean, honestly, like this is one of the best uh, interviews I've I've had so thank you guys for that. You definitely were really? really minus <laughs> minus the video quality, but yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's teams for you. <laughs> Um, just one more thing real quick, if you would love to share your social media handles, your website, uh, just so that everybody that's listening and or viewing this on YouTube can go and find you. And give yeah, you a call. So everything is all the same. It's all the T-H-E, Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, Soto, S-O-T-O. That's it. It's either thejordansoto.net or at the Jordan Soto on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, it is the Jordan Soto, so. That is, yes. They won, no, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's also a great piece of advice for people with their social medias, try to keep it consistent, right? So like they can find you, so everybody can find you on whatever their uh, social platform of choice is. But yeah, Jordan, thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Uh, you got a bright future ahead, especially in the space industry. Uh, I'm excited to see how that turns out for you. <laughs> yes, we will for sure, you know, we'll, we'll for sure be in touch, um, especially if you get to talk to Elon. We'll have to. Oh my let, gosh, I'll let you know. That. I'll let you know. <laughs> I, I did meet a friend of his, so we'll see. Maybe uh-huh. sooner later (laughs) you're you're building that that connection there (laughs) always networking networking. (laughs) be sure to give jordan some love uh thank you for tuning in and remember no matter what you do be all in